0: This podcast is brought to you by Sage Hill, a social impact organization. Our mission is to help people be who they're made to be so that they can do what they're made to do. Find more resources to live fully, love deeply, and lead well at sagehillresources.com. This is the spiritual root system. Jeremiah 17, 8 talks about a tree. I did the spiritual root system before I ever knew this Jeremiah stuff, okay? Jeremiah 17 5, seventeen five through 7 talks about cursed, isolated from how you're made, who you're made to be, whose you're made to be, and also what you're made to do. The most amazing thing was that when Jeremiah said that this person would be like a tree planted in the wasteland, I did a word study on the tree, it's a juniper, probably the same juniper uh, where Hagar left Ishmael, and she went away from him because there's not enough shade provided by this juniper for two people. So it's an isolated tree, grows straight up, and offers like a pencil sort of shade they planted in the desert or a parched land. Its roots go out on the top of the soil, greedy for anything that comes. There's not enough room for anything to grow near it. So it's isolated, separated, stingy, greedy, self-protective, defensive, and really ultimately really bears no fruit. It has pink ends to its little leaves that look like fruit or flowers, but it's just a tinge of pink. There's nothing really there. It's not a productive, much of a productive tree. So and it's amazing part was it says that even when prosperity comes, the person won't even see it. Like they're not even available for prosperity. Jeff described his kids were like talking to him, pumping the pedal for the water, and he just resented them. The blessings of his life were all around him and he couldn't be present with them because his heart was removed from his actions. And it's not like he knew all it did was that their need of him insulted his ab- availability it insulted his capacity because Jeff at the time thought that he was the answer or should be had the answers or should know the this or should this and should that and should this and should that all the shoulds all the legalism he didn't know that it was okay to not know because he not knowing leads us to asking questions asking questions leads us to answers but if you got to know you can't ask questions if you can't ask questions you well, you have to find your own answers. Okay, so anyway, so then the second part of the Jeremiah it says Jeremiah seventeen seven and eight says, "Blessed is the man, blessed is the woman, blessed is the person." And Jeff showed us what blessed means this morning when he, he got down that blessedness really is a a process word. It means to be open to receiving. It means to be down on your knees and to be raised up. It's it's, it's a it's a it's a movement, a meaning word. Just like I didn't finish with the word obey, somebody asked me this morning. Obey doesn't mean just listen, it's a process word. It's a, it's a word of growth and movement. It means to listen so that you will hear the words you're hungry for and act according to them because it's good for you. Okay, So it doesn't mean no action, it means you listen first though. Like what am I doing this for? You ask questions so you understand what's happening. So anyway, it says that, that the person who is blessed, is blessed is the person who trusts in God, which means that their heart is available to God who has confidence in God, which means that you're loyal with because of the experience with God. Like, hey, he'll show up. He'll be here. Just wait. He'll be here. And if he's not, we've got a lot of talking to do. Like, where'd you go? Where have you been? What did you do? So in other words, you've got a relationship with God where you can say these things. You can, it's, it's better than a parent. There's no having to caretake the parent at all. You don't have to caretake God. God can handle your heart. He can handle your, what the minor prophets were best at doing, Complaining. And I mean, it's Habakkuk's complaint and Jeremiah's complaint. And then, you know, everybody's complaining. And God goes, yeah, bring it. I'm going to stand right here until you answer my complaint. These were called prophets. They were like, they, God liked them a ton. So he didn't, they didn't get rejected. So it says, blessed is a person who trusts in God, who has confidence in God, whose loyalty with what they know. That person will be like a tree whose roots, its roots go out into the waters and it drinks. So when roots are fed, they get fat. When fat roots deliver a lot of hydration and oxygenation to the tree, and the tree gets fat, and the tree gets a lot of fat fruit. Okay? Fat meaning rich and full. Lots of it. More than they can handle. Which means they're rich. Which means, they come get some of this fruit. Man, I, I can't stand having all this. Come get some. You're giving out of your fullness. You're not giving out of your shouldness. You're not getting out of your have to because you don't see it as a sacrifice. You see it as an opportunity to participate in the sacred. And what is most sacred? A human being being fully alive to how God made them. Which means they've gotten themselves, they've become themselves, and now they're giving themselves away. You cannot give what you do not have. You cannot give what you do not have. If you don't have heart, you can't give heart. If somebody comes over and they want you to listen to them and care about them, if you don't care about you and you don't even listen to your own heart, then how are you going to listen to theirs? Pretend, act like, memorize stuff, give them the right words, say something scripted. You know, that whole thing you know, where you, you, learn, you read about learning how to talk to people so they don't know that you're not really giving them anything. That kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> crazy stuff. Anyway, so these roots, what was amazing was the roots go out into the living water, and the living water is relationship with God and relationship with others, okay? Now, I want you to know that God talks to us. And I'm going to move very specifically. God talks to us. Now, based on my experience, and some people I've been paying attention to for a long time, listen to them, but based upon what I've watched and seen, God talks to us in five ways. I'll tell you what those ways are, okay? Now, I'm not saying it's the end on B. I'll remember I didn't go to theology school, so go talk to them. But, but take this to them and say, hey, this would, you know. God talks to us, Through prayer. Which means we're talking and listening. And when we're praying, we're sharing that which we hunger for, need, wish, want. You know, struggle with. And the more you're able to say what hurts, the more the doctor can give the diagnosis and the cure. Right? Does that make sense? Like when I go to the doctor, I say... Doctor says, "Well, what what's going on? What what hurts?" I say, "Doc, you figured out. You you know everything. I'm not giving the doctor any help in helping me, any direction in directing me, any offering to be healed." You see, it's amazing. My exposure to the doctor is a, a direction towards my healing. So God talks to us through prayer. God talks to us in our circumstances. And he doesn't give you things to figure out. He gives you things to ask about. You hear the poetry? You got to kind of feel it. See? <laughs> Funny thing. I was with a bunch of uh, guys uh, in Atlanta. Y'all heard Lecrae. Okay, okay. Tadashi. No, Tadashi. So, I'm dressed kind of hip-hop like today. And... Uh, but I, I, I would say, actually, actually, I was dressed more hip-hop because I thought about what I needed to wear before I went. So I had on striped pants, brown pants with a white stripe, a little bit kind of loud, right? And then I had on a check shirt. Conflict. Do you see? A man in conflict, right? And my hair and everything was the same. You know, it's like, because I didn't want to say I was, like, trying to, like, get approval or anything. Like, you know, I'm still me. And I, I said, Tadashi, I thought about coming here because I wanted to do, you know, let you know I'm, I'm hip hop too because I'm, I'm with you, you know. Tadashi is a gigantic man. He's every bit of 350 and wears it beautifully. He He's Samoan, African-American. I mean, guys just, I mean, he's cool. And as you look at him, you go, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking right at cool right here. There's a mountain of cool in front of me. He goes, man, I, mean, I know I was in trouble right there. He goes, man, like, like that's pitiful. Like, man, you got to tell me you hip-hop, man. You ain't hip-hop. I'm like, I know. That's right. <laughs> but I thought I just want to see what he'd do if I told him I thought I was. A, I knew I wasn't, okay? <laughs> but those guys are really cool, and they are really doing this. They've taken in the whole spiritual root system stuff. Cray, Tadashi, uh, Pro was with them, Andy Minio. I mean, they're just like... This is so, isn't it, Jeff? I mean, they're just like really interested in this. And they, this is a workplace that's taken into this stuff. So it's not about church. It's about home. It's about couples. It's about relationships, families, work, everything. Okay, so circumstances. God God's talks to us through our circumstances, not things that we have to figure out, but things we ask about. You're not, your job is not to figure out why God's doing something. Your job is to ask God what he's doing. Okay? Why are you doing that is demanding a defense from God, like he's your personal apologist. No, you need to find out what he's doing. Like, what are you doing? And that means that you're actually questioning in doubt. You're questioning in pain. You're questioning in fear. You're questioning and thinking maybe he's not God all of a sudden. I remember when William, the son I was talking about, I said we pulled into the driveway, and he had had a pretty tough injury, and right at the midst when he and tennis were going to be playing together in this great and extraordinary moment of their lives and he got hurt he was out for six weeks of the only probably 10 to 11 12 weeks they were going to play together it's going to be an incredible story in the back of the perfect laws chapter eight it's a phenomenal story it really happened but we're pulling in the driveway we've been the youth group and he said dad all i ever hear is it's going to be okay god knows god's doing this or this is why god's doing that and god's doing this for this and he said, Dad, look, if God did this to me, if God did this to me, then he's bad. He's cruel. If God couldn't stop it from happening, he's weak. If the devil did this to me, then God doesn't even matter. I'm like, okay, one, two, three, I think I'm out of stuff. <laughs> you covered it all. It's like, I didn't have an answer. We pulled in the driveway, and he was like, you know, just really letting it, letting it out. And I remember we got out of my truck, and uh, the hip-hop truck, and uh, it's a... Uh, uh, he went to his car. He called his car the Beagle. It was a Buick Regal. And he went and locked it. I'm like, you're locking that, that 1991 Buick Regal. There's nothing in it. And I wish somebody would take it. I mean, it was just a bad car. I had two-by-four holding up the front seat. He loved it. But he locked his car, and I was getting out of the truck, and he walked from the darkness into the edge of a light that we had right outside our garage. And I walked from the darkness fully into the light to the edge where he was standing. Isn't that a metaphor? I just remember that so distinctly. He was on the edge of the light. I walked through the light to go to him, and that's when he said, "Hey, Dad." And he had his head just shaved for baseball. Stuff. I "Said, Dad, look, listen. I, I, I don't really mean what I'm saying, but I know you can. I know you can take it." And I said, "Look, son. I don't have all the answers. I just know I'm with you in them. I'm just with you in them all the way, no matter what it takes. I don't care what it takes." That's our God. I don't think He can give us all the answers. But he's with us in them. That's what that Emmanuel thing does not seem like enough. God with us like oh, that's pretty good because we're relationally based creatures. All right. So God speaks to us in circumstances. We need to ask him about with our hearts. God speaks to us through uh, the Bible. Uh, the, the, the big, big book. He actually talks to us through his word. OK, God speaks to us through other people. God can deliver some serious information to us through other people, but we're not paying attention to them because we're waiting for a direct verbal revelation from him. <laughs> you know? now, I can't listen to you. I'm waiting to hear from God. Uh, God sends people to be his voice, not just his hands and feet, his voice. I literally, God had experienced a relationship with God back through other people. They showed me a God that they could be with. And I'm like, this is really good. I learned God from people. It was really beautiful, wonderful. I didn't say those people were God. I learned God again from people. I watched and trust and care and give their hearts and so on. So other people, and then we also learned from, I was told not to say this word, but I, I'll write it, and then I'll write the word I was told to say. We also learn from God, hear from God through revelation, but I was told I needed to use the word illumination, so I'll put that down too, okay? I'm not sure how come, but I'll do it, okay? Because I'm obedient. Okay, so in other words, God will enlighten us. He will, he will give us an intuitional recognition of what to do and where to go. And I believe in that with all my heart. Okay? I believe I found an illumination revelation in finally recognizing what I've been doing all these years was helping people do what they're made to do so they see, what to, see who they're made to be so they can do what they're made to do. It's like, I've been doing that my whole life kind of thing. So, well, now there's a name for it. All right. So God speaks to us as we show up, okay? This is how God's going to talk to to you when you bring your heart to God. So this is how you can take a look at possibly experiencing more of God. And and this Bible study that Jeff and Phil have done is going to help that happen.